Welcome to the HR Chat Show, one of the world's most downloaded and shared podcasts designed for HR pros, talent execs, tech enthusiasts, and business leaders. For hundreds more episodes and what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com. Chris Bjorling, you lovely human being. Welcome back to the HR Chat Show. How are you today? Bill, I'm excellent. I, I appreciate you asking me that. I hope you are too. Um, it is a wonderful day and a wonderful way to start it. You're having a conversation with you. So thank you. It certainly is. So uh, listeners, this is part two of um, of, of a conversation uh, between Chris and I. The, the part one was uh, looking back at 2023. And this one is looking forward to 2024. We're recording this right at the end of 2023 so uh, here we are not knowing what's going to happen in the year of 2024 terribly excited for it um, and Chris here is going to give you some predictions as to what you can expect from the world of work uh, Chris first off what, what are you what are you most looking forward to in 2024 in, in your personal and your professional life my personal life so you know we have seven children okay and it's been a journey and my, my last child is graduating from high school this year and starting college in the fall so I am excited about that because it'll be the first time in so long that we've not had a little person in the house. Um, and it'll be fun for my wife and I just to be empty nesters and to enjoy that and to know that all of our kids are off on their own personal journeys now, you know, becoming uh, full-fledged adults and contributing members of society. Uh, from a professional standpoint, uh, it is a great year uh, that we've got queued up from just from the work with my organization and the company here to the charitable events that I work with, as well as the time that Billy, you and I get to spend together this year for some events that we've got queued and some events that we're looking to get into the queue. So I'm excited for all of those things. Thanks for tuning in to the HR Chat Podcast. If you're enjoying this episode, We'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe and leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. And now, back to the conversation. Yeah, I think we're going to get some good time together. Um, we, most of the time that we spend together is remote, so it's going to be good to be at a few events with you in 2024. Um, let's let's talk a bit about the labor market, if that's okay. The uh, U.S. job openings fell to more than a two-year low in the month of October. Now, trends are similar again in November. Uh, the strongest sign yet that higher interest rates are dampening demand for workers and boosting financial market expectations. Um, and the Federal Reserve monetary policy is that 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 that's, uh, a tightening cycle is now perhaps coming to an end um are we expecting to see for example a lot of folks staying in their jobs in 2024 um because yeah it's still uncertain times um and it seems like folks are kind of settled again now there's a lot of movement during the pandemic and the first sort of year after the pandemic are those some of the things that you're expecting to see from from the from the jobs market over the next few months to the year yeah, I think that's a I think that's a good um, prediction of what what we're looking at going down the line. You know, the U.S. jobs market comes and goes, and part of what we're seeing also there too is that there's an influx of people who've 
started to re-enter the workforce too, and which which makes it harder. And so I think with that concept of people re-entering the workforce, the uh, jobs totals go down, but also the fact that people that are in positions realize that um, there aren't other opportunities for me to jump around to. So I will stay and uh, and I'll be there. And so I think it's just one of those ebb and flow moments that that's occurring. And as we go through those cycles of, you know, like you, you reference the um, reserve boards and monetary tightenings and stuff. Um, yeah, I think we're going to have this going forward until we get a little focus and settling down on, you know, what's happening in the world from the standpoint of uh, wars and the efforts and the activities that are going on, the riots and things that are currently going on as we, as we talk now, and they may be gone by the time this airs, but uh, those types of things really disrupt us to some degree. And so I think once those settle, uh, we're going to, until they settle, we're going to start to see, we won't start to see the uptick that we want going forward. I think it's the, the unknowns in the, in society as well, too. Okay. Thank you. So if fewer workers are quitting their jobs, uh, you know, more people are staying put, what, what does that mean when it comes to attracting talent in 2024? And what, what additional challenges does that pose for folks trying to, trying to poach talent from their competitors or, or attract talent elsewhere? Well, that's a great question. So, you know, there's a couple things. You really need to know what you want. Um, One of the pieces that's important is that when you're you're looking anyway, regardless of the marketplace, you really need to understand the people you want, the type of people you want, the cultural fit they are for your organization, the uh, skill levels that they have and capabilities they have. There are people that will still be transitioning. So those are going to be some of your flyers and some of your top producers that are moving around, uh, people that have their own head head-hunting crews for them that are out there. Um, there are opportunities still to to gain the talent you need. It's just the bulk talent, which will probably be restricted for you. That's going down. It's, you know, you're not filling just, you know, 30 positions. You're filling three. So you really need to be focused and understand what you want. And I think you can still get it. The Association for Talent Development Members and Customers are professionals who help others achieve their full potential by improving their knowledge, skills, and abilities in the workplace. They go by many titles, talent development managers, trainers, instructional designers, performance consultants, frontline managers, workplace learning professionals, and more. ATD's members come from more than 120 countries and work in organizations of all sizes and in all industry sectors. Interested in learning more about membership and ATD events? Visit TD.org. Conversely, Mr. Buelling, uh, with fewer workers resigning, I guess that means potentially there are more opportunities for long-term training, for for longer-term professional development, improving the overall performance of the organisation. Because, you know, if you've got a... I don't know, I'll, I'll use soccer as an example because that's something I understand. If you've got a team of uh, folks who've come through together in a team that they naturally know how they play, uh, that, that they can anticipate where one of the other players might be on the pitch, and it could over time lead to better performances is is that a possibility with with having higher retention rates 
Well, yeah, you always want to have a higher retention rate. There's, a, you know, there's a there's a healthy turnover rate, and 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 sometimes when you have a lot of volatility in the market of people moving around because they can, it uh, it provides bumps for you. It doesn't provide that continuity. You know, one of the biggest things that an organization really wants to do is establish its culture. And one of the pieces that's coming down the line, and it started in twenty three, and and I didn't reference in the last discussion, but it's really it's corporate culture. There's a, a renewed emphasis on the concept of identifying yourself, knowing who you are and going forward. So as you maintain a workforce, you can, you know, you can continue to build that. And that building of that culture, like you say, is a team, you know, moving forward. And we know how to interact and we know how to work and we know how to be prepared for new opportunities that are coming down the line. One of the biggest things that we've always preached over the 30 years of my, my company is that when there's an economic downturn or whether there's a momentary pause with things, it's the best time to prepare your workforce through training and development so that you can be prepared to handle, you know, the when the, when the floodgates open and the opportunities start arriving. So as you look at this time, one, you're solidifying your culture. Two, you have the opportunity to develop the individuals you want to develop. And three, you have the opportunity to to refine and produce better processes to support the work, to support your internal activities that will make you more effective and efficient as you, as you come forward and you continue forward in, in your need to produce for the organization, as well as, you know, staff and project your, your next models for when that hiring waves, when those hiring waves do come online. As part of my homework ahead of uh, this conversation, a couple of days ago, I was, uh, I was having a look at what we can expect in 2024 in terms of, you know, what, what are the big events that are happening? So beyond the, the Euros, uh, Euro 2024, where obviously England are going to finally win because uh, they've never done it, but they've got a fantastic team. Um, so I, I'm, I'm sure this time, Chris, it's going to happen. But beyond that, there, there are a whole bunch of really big things happening in 2024. Obviously, it's the U.S., president uh presidential election uh we've got the ongoing war in ukraine the war in israel and palestine of course uh elections for the european parliament um president trump's trial or trials i should say uh, putin seeking re-election the solar eclipse there's a whole bunch of different things going on uh what are, what are some of the biggest factors for you chris in terms of what could shape the world of work in 2024 well, you know, you know a lot of them, but I think it's the eclipse. I think anytime there's an eclipse or full moons, you know, you just can't trust anything. So I just think that's probably the best one. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, and and England winning, that would probably be the most, you know, upside down event, England winning the Euro. But anyway, that, that's another story. Uh, all of these pieces have something to impact and shape what's occurring at the time. So in the U.S., you know, a lot of the world goes to what the U.S. is doing. So with the election campaign, with a volatile um, potential presidential candidate in, in Trump, and like you say, that his trials that are out there, those are there's a lot of things that can disrupt um, disrupt business at that time and moving forward. And so until the dust settles uh, at the end of the year, it's going to be you will have a little bit of volatility in those areas because of that, at least in the U.S. markets internationally we're you know we're continuing to look at what's happening um, not with just the wars but also with um with china um and what they're doing and the different opportunities that their actions may have to influence um the world economy as well 
So, you know, there are a few things that are kind of just, you know, let's put it this way. We're not settled into our car seats yet. The music's still playing and we're still walking around. And I think once um, we get more understanding of the current world events, um, we're going to still have some of this changing attitude and marketplace. Now, one thing I will say is that regardless of what goes on, there are um, there are industries, there are focus points, there are things that are still going to drive us forward, and they're great industries to get engaged with, you know, um, from a trending cycle standpoint, that allow us to have um, better opportunities to to expand upon and go forward with. So you know, stuff like um, artificial intelligence, what's happening there, and how are we enabling our products. Uh, green uh, activities that are going around us uh, and around us at the time um, opportunities for you know life advancement and pr- production of people things that make life more comfortable but also make life more manageable for um, how we do things so there's a lot of industry pieces that will still continue to to move forward some at a very fast pace and some you know just a, a good pace uh, regardless of what happens in in the global scheme of things. Once in a while an event series is born that shakes things up, it makes you think differently, and it leaves you inspired. That event is Disrupt HR. The format is 14 speakers, 5 minutes each, and slides rotate every 15 seconds. If you're an HR professional, a CEO, a technologist, or a community leader and you've got something to say about talent, culture, or technology, Disrupt is the place. It's coming soon to a city near you. Learn more at disrupthr.co. Yeah, well, on on the note of AI, because I can't record a podcast episode ever these days without talking about AI. Um, uh, any, Any predictions around that in terms of how machine learning, how deep language models and similar will continue to impact the world of work, will continue to impact the role that leaders have, the role that HR pros have, how it's going to augment even more traditional employee roles over the next 12 months. What are your thoughts around that? Yeah, it's really, it's a great question. You know, a lot of the, there's a lot of scare in the industry uh, or in in the space where what what is AI going to do? Is it going to take away our positions? Is it going to do this? Is it going to do that? Right now, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the glass half full, you know, versus half empty. I'm seeing that the fact that we have this artificial intelligence that's going to allow us to create learning models, understanding uh, of people needs, uh, workforce trends, opportunities, you know, identify opportunities for us to do better in the HR space. So I'm looking at it from a very standpoint of, hey. Um, AI is going to help us really refine how we work uh, in the HR space and how we can help better enable our employees from the standpoint of being prepared for the next positions and doing better at the workspace, as well as, um, you know, what we're doing from an organizational standpoint. You know, do we have the right processes in place? Do we have the right actions in place that satisfy our workers and allow us to move move forward with new things that are going to be uh, influential and have positive impact. So I look at it as, a, you know, that half full component that that's there, that that's going on, um, you know, moving AI into tools that allow us to better um, HR tools that allow us, you know, in not just doing the analytic, 
the, the analysis of the data, the analytical pieces, but tools that allow us to just keep moving forward with, um, you know, giving better uh, feedback for performance reviews, giving better options for, you know, hiring models or better options for, hey, Chris, this is how we think and the AI model thinks you should develop your plan for your future career here with us or out, outside of us. So I think it's, there's a lot of positive that can that can come from here. Okay, very good. We are already coming towards the end of this conversation. Just a, a few more rapid fire questions for you. Uh, in one minute or less, Chris, uh, what events events have you got coming up in 2024? So uh, you and I will both be at Disrupt HR Buffalo on April 11th, for example, with co-organizers. You're also going to be a, a speaker there. Um, before we hit record today, we were chatting about other potential speakers at that event so that's a good one um i'm hoping that we get to hang about together in chicago this year for for sherm uh we've got atd which is in new orleans um i always like an excuse to go to new orleans um what are, what are some of the big events that you're looking forward to in 2024 in 60 seconds or less go so i'm looking forward to all those and you know we talked about some events also in toronto that we're probably going to be participating in and having some fun up there with as well. But the Disrupt Buffalo is going to be, you know, one of my primary ones because I've not been to a Disrupt HR component yet. And I'm excited. I've seen, I've seen pieces. I've heard things. Um, it's going to be fun to be part of it. And it's going to be fun to be part of it in, in Buffalo, which is a great city. Got a great history there. And maybe the Bills will have won the Super Bowl by then. But we don't know. Um, but, uh, there are a lot of opportunities that, that we're, we're walking into and we're just trying to get out there and see what's happening again and to see advancements from year after year. And, and having done this for the last three or four years with you, it's fun to watch it, the, the movement in the organizations and in HR space, uh, and to see it in that, you know, in that continuum from going year to year. So I look forward to just continuing that exposure. You're a pretty optimistic guy. You've got an optimistic demeanor about you. That's one of the things that I like a lot about you, Mr. Bueling. Um, as we come towards the end of this particular conversation, any any optimistic advice or a saying or a mantra that, that you try and stick to that, that, that drives you forward as and maybe you can share with other people as they're getting into this new year? Oh, wow. That's a great question. Um, so yeah, let me just give you a real quick one here. I think, you know, when you're talking about the optimism of life, it's, it's really, you know, your future is what you make it. And whether it's dark and bleak around you, you know, you can, you know, turn your flashlight up higher and stronger and continue forward. So as you're walking through in coming into times where we've got some uncertainties and some opportunities for us to maybe think, oh, I can't do it. You can, and the opportunity for you to move forward is in your hands. It's the opportunity that you can take and build yourself to be prepared for tomorrow and the day after tomorrow, but it's also the opportunity that you can help your organization grow and develop and be prepared for that. And it's having that futuristic mind focus forward attitude that's going to allow you to be successful. It's all about utility. Like it. And finally, for today, how can folks connect with you? How can they check out the People and Performance podcast that we co-host together? And how can they learn more about Fidelo? Wow, so many things I can't even remember. Uh, first about for me, go to LinkedIn. Uh, it's Chris Bjorling, uh that's out there. Uh, in throw me a request, I'll, I'll sign up with you and we'll, we'll go from there. The um, other thing is Fidelo is Fidelo.com, F-I-D-E-L-L-O.com. 
can see about our organization, a lot that we offer and a lot of clients that we've served over the years. And then for our people in performance podcast, it's a great opportunity for you to catch a, a micro burst of information from some top leaders in the HR space industry that Bill is able to, Bill and I are able to bring in and have just a brief chat with. I encourage you to, to look us up, People in Performance Podcast, on your on your podcast delivering tool of preference. There we go, your podcast player of choice. It's on all of them, so please do check it out, People and Performance Podcast. Chris, uh, this has, as always, been a lovely conversation. Thank you very much for your time, and here's to a successful 2024. Thanks, Bill. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thanks for listening to the HR Chat Show. If you enjoyed this episode, why not subscribe and listen to some of the hundreds of episodes published by HR Gazette. And remember, for what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com.